In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All the readings this weekend, they have a consistent theme, and it's about the kingdom of God. We heard, particularly in the gospel, our Lord opening both halves, if you caught that, both halves of the gospel reading for this weekend. This is how it is with the kingdom of God. To what shall we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use for it? In the Old Testament reading, and also the responsorial psalm, we heard of this particular plant, this cedar, this cedar of Lebanon. Now this was for the listeners, the disciples of our Lord. If they would have heard him speaking about this cedar of Lebanon, they would have known immediately what he was getting at. Because for them it was a great symbol of power, of majesty, of grandeur. Even the prophets in the Old Testament use this symbol, the cedar of Lebanon, to exemplify different parts of what they're trying to prophesy. The cedar of Lebanon, it's a very, very majestic tree. It can grow up to heights of 130 feet, with large branches spreading out far and wide to create lots of shade. So these listeners of our Lord, the disciples, You know, they're waiting for this kingdom to come about. They've been waiting for this Messiah. They're thinking in their mind's eye, it's going to be like a general, going to create this army, and finally Israel is going to win and conquer like they did before in in the earlier days of their nation in the Old Testament. So you would have thought that our Lord, he was going to use that particular symbol, the cedar of Lebanon, to talk about the kingdom of God. But as we just heard, and read together in this gospel for today, he doesn't use the cedar of Lebanon. He doesn't use that majestic, grand symbol of power and majesty and grandeur. Instead, he uses the mustard seed, the mustard seed plant. Now, hopefully, if you haven't, I encourage you to look at a mustard seed at some time in your life because it is a very, very small seed. And there's kind of a fun nuance here in the, in the original language. Some people say, well, how come our Lord says it grows up to be the largest of plants and puts forth large branches. I mean, clearly there are other plants in the world bigger than this mustard seed plant. For us in the U.S., probably the sequoia trees in the California area come to mind. But the original word there for plants, the largest of plants, is actually saying the largest of vegetables. That's the real word from the Greek that's being used there. But no, that's just a sidebar. But this mustard seed plant It only gets to a height of roughly six feet on average, maybe a maximum of 10 feet. Nothing in comparison to the cedar of Lebanon that gets to 130 feet in height. But the difference is with the mustard seed plant, it spreads very rapidly. It's like a very potent weed. If you're a gardener and you've ever planted a mustard seed plant in your garden, you would know that it basically takes over the whole garden. You're constantly working to fight it back again and again and again. And that's exactly why our Lord uses the mustard seed plant, that it's going to start very small. The kingdom of God is going to start very small. First, with him. And then his 12 faithful followers, the apostles. And thinking of that, it grew from there, fighting against the government, the culture, everything of the times. And it kept spreading from the early church in the Holy Land, now all the way across the entire world to us here on the opposite side of the world. That's the great prevalence of the kingdom of God, how fast, how magnificent it's going to spread throughout the entire world. Now for us today, we got a good, like, where, where do I find this kingdom? 
You know, we believe in the kingdom of God, but where do we find it? Because usually, I believe for most of us in our mind's eye, when we think of a kingdom, we think of medieval times in a castle or a fortress, something to that effect. But where do we find this kingdom of God nowadays? In the Second Vatican Council, a great document called the Lumen Gentium, the third paragraph number there, it mentions how you find the kingdom of God in the Catholic Church. And Dr. Scott Hahn, he has a great, great quote, that Catholic theologian, he has a great quote that helps to bring out what Vatican II is trying to say a little more deeply. He says, the kingdom of God, wherever the king is, there is the kingdom. Wherever the king is, there is the kingdom. Now for us as Catholics, we know where our king is. We know he is definitely physically present with us in our Catholic churches, in our tabernacles, in the Blessed Sacrament. But this is where it gets even deeper for us. We know that the kingdom of God is present then in the Catholic Church. Remembering that line from Scott Hahn, wherever the king is, there is the kingdom. We all come up forward towards the conclusion of Mass, more or less, to receive this same king in Holy Communion. So he's within our very being, all of him, his body, his blood, his soul, and divinity. Now there's a theory out there, and it's a theory because there is no way to prove it, but there's some theory out there that says we know for sure that God is within us after we receive our Lord in Holy Communion for roughly 15 minutes. However long it may be, though, we know for a fact that for some spell of time, God is residing within us. Wherever the King is, there is the kingdom. So when you receive our Lord in Holy Communion, eventually you go out from this church to go and carry on with your day, more than likely breakfast, and you get that breakfast burrito at Taco Bell, right? No, I'm just kidding. But when you go on with your day, you know that you carry the King with you. This is how the kingdom is spread out from its very source, from the King himself. Wherever the King is, there is the kingdom. A great question, and this is actually me concluding the homily already, a great question or two to really reflect upon for yourself is this. What is my particular role in the kingdom of God? What is my particular role in the kingdom of God that resides with the Catholic Church? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.